Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome to episode 92. God, we're so close to 100 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. It's been hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. Mondo, when you're you're a little Mondo, did you guys have some childhood stuff that you did to cool off during summers? When we were little Mondos, we lived in a like a fourplex with like little to no yard. Yeah. So no slip and slides. No, so like you know, kids have kids have slip and slides, have all that fun shit. We just had a garden hose. <laughs> you had a garden hose. Yeah, we just chased each other with a garden hose. That's how we Was there a game involved or was it just get hit with the garden hose? Um, I'm sure it's hard to rem- like remember what games we played as kids, but I'm sure they weren't like the most creative and most fun. We was just like it was like don't get wet. It was like like maybe we made like a uh I mean isn't that wouldn't you want to get wet if it was hot? Yeah, but the objective was to not get wet. Even though you wanted to, the objective was like like maybe we made like an arch and it was like Go through the arch without getting wet, which was impossible. But, you know, kids don't. Like, yeah. Logic and it's just like. Did you ever have squirt guns, super soakers? We didn't have super soakers until maybe we were like in junior high, I think. Maybe we were that was, in elementary. That was advanced. Yeah, we didn't. We couldn't afford them. Because remember, super soakers weren't cheap. They no. weren't They weren't cheap toy kids. They were like, like back then, water gun that cost 20 bucks was like. Like, what, what do you think? We could get a water gun at the 99 cents store. Why would you want to buy this super soaker stuff? You would have needed real guns to rob a store to get the super soakers? Yes. Yes. That, that There was some post on social media I saw. And I, at first I thought it was fake because it was from New York City like police precincts. And it was their Twitter account advertising that they had confiscated like a water gun that shoots like water pellets. And for some reason, because of the fact that they're like it is a almost like an air gun for water guns, and it shoots these water pellets, it's illegal, and they had taken it off the street. And I was like, no, clearly, clearly, this is a fake post. Like they couldn't have really put this up. And then I go, I go to the actual Twitter account, and I'm like, holy fuck, New York City. I mean, you usually uh, New York, I'm on board with with you. Uh, trying to exercise gun control, but what in the actual fuck? <laughs> like, okay, fine, you confiscated this. Why are you advertising that you stole a kid's water gun? Yeah. I mean, granted, this thing sounded like super soaker to the next level. I mean, it was actually, it's like it's like the, a BB gun, water gun hybrid, but they were very proud of themselves. They're like, we got this dangerous water gun off the street. Like, good job, New York. Yeah, it's been hot as shit out here. And, you know, I came from... Like, I'm born and raised in SoCal, and we'd have, it's typical, 80s and 90s, and summers when it was like 80-something, in the evenings, it'd be like 7, 8, 9 p.m., and it'd be like, it'd still be in the 80s, that we were used to it, but the difference was we had a little bit of a mugginess, not 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 like the like down south mugginess, I'm sure, but it was a little bit of mugginess and a little bit of the coastal breeze that made it bearable when it was like in the 90s and 100s. Out here, we've got no wind. It, it's been like mid nineties, high nineties, and then rain the same fucking day. Like, <laughs> like it's fucking ridiculous. The, the rain thing is normal. It, it never was this hot during during the day. Yeah. And usually, because that's the other difference in California. I mean, it is 
California's desert, so it cools off a lot more at night. Mm-hmm. It used to happen here. It's been staying really warm at night in uh, Colorado as well. I blame uh, I blame, atypical. I blame Biden. He did it just now. He's like, there, there's a like deep well, beneath the Pentagon. There's like a secret chamber where they have controls for the weather systems on the states. And he's just like, I'll just crank this up a little bit, twist this knob. The obvious answer would have been like, oh, blame Trump. It's all Trump's fault. Everything bad that's happened in the past fifty years is Trump's fault because that's what most people wanted. Well, no, I mean this this you can't really pin on Trump either. This has been like years in the make. Trump, Trump didn't help. Trump wasn't like, oh, let's fix the problem. He was trying to actively make it worse, but it wasn't his fault at all. I mean, you can't. Th- th- this was like kind of like a, a global problem. You know, really, really. I mean, I think I've said this before. It's really Al Gore's fault. Mm, because, fucking Gore. Because Al Gore. Tried to tell us about this. He made a documentary. Like, do you remember that way back? Mm-hmm. I saw it. Yeah, I did too. And it's like, Al Gore, if you'd done a better job with that documentary, maybe people would have listened and we wouldn't be in this mess. But you fucked up. Your documentary was boring. Uh, there weren't enough, like, graphic images of, like, polar bears dying and things like that. Had he stepped up the production value on an inconvenient truth, this all could have been averted. But you didn't. Didn't a lot Al of Gore's people, fault. didn't a lot of people, like, post, post like, I recall the kind of general sentiment after that thing came out was like, oh, my God, like, Gore is right. And then, like, it seemed like only a few years later, people were like, oh, yeah, Gore is full of shit. Like, that was all, I never got the Gore is full of shit. It was just kind of people forgot about it. It was like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, this is a big deal. Okay. And But there was no uh, call to action. There wasn't, I mean, there was was that, like, well, maybe we should recycle a little bit more. But that there was... That's not the problem. Like <laughs> like us us throwing away plastics uh, uh, a little bit more efficiently is not going to stem this. I mean, and and unfortunately, even if America got to like zero emissions, I don't know why we're talking this now, but that's fine. Like th- there's like all these other countries. Like we're not the yeah. only ones in the world. Holy fuck. And India just gives zero fucks right now. Yeah. So that's the other person. It's Sonny's fault somehow. <laughs> Sunil Hirnandana. I don't know if it's him specifically. But by the way, he's not. He, you know, he's like in England now, isn't he? Yeah, he's like in. He used to be in Lon- London. He used to be in London. That's fine. It can still be his fault. Yeah, fucking Sonny. Instead of trying to fucking save the world, Sonny here in Donny, you're out there fucking being the CEO of a goddamn uh, dating site. You fuck. I thought you were gonna change the world, but instead you're changing. Wait, what's, date- the, what's the dating site? <laughs> yeah, he's got a website. He's he's a CEO. His wife and a bunch of. He's got a bunch of employees under him. It's called Surf Coffee, S-I-R-F Coffee. Wait, that's a dating site? It's a dating site for... I thought it was a coffee company. No, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I thought so too. But, but, but I, you know, part of me is like, hey, fuck, why don't you hook a brother up and get me one of your, like, uh, not to sound uh, racial or anything, one of your Indian chicks to, like, fall in love with me, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, that was nearly as bad. Usually, usually when someone's like, not to sound racist, and then the next thing out of their mouth is the most racist no, thing no, I you can imagine. I didn't want to categorize them all as Indian because they're all, they're not all from India. Some are from here and there, and you know. But but you get what I'm saying is like, why don't you hook a brother up with one of your brown skinned beautiful babies? But he doesn't. No. Anyway, that's what Sonny's doing. Instead of saving the world, the fucker is making money on, uh, you know, people that don't want to be matched by their parents. <laughs> Is that, find is their that, own. Oh, oh! You know what? Sonny's trying to tear down the K system. Yeah, that's that's it. That's he's gonna he's gonna topple the whole class structure in India. Maybe he is. He's subvertly trying to fix India and save the world. You know what? I take at least one quarter of the bad things I've said about Sonny back. The other three quarters stand. You know who is trying to save the world? 
I don't know, Mondo. Who? I'm not too happy about this. I, I know. I, I, I know that was a rhetorical question. I, they're they're, they're well meaning, but they're ruining our favorite superhero, antihero, Florida man. By the way, this article was sent to us by Jennifer Zavala Barr, who was one of our co alumni of Woodyard College. Thank you for that. She sent it to me on Instagram. I think last night, day before, I forget. Florida sheriff, dun, 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 the anti antithesis to our Florida man anti-hero all right you know every every great story needs a hero and a villain and in this one it's very unclear who is who yeah it's kind of like watching the boys like you, you see you see uh homelander and you think he's a good guy but he's secretly doing bad things we have kind of a flip of that where the the good guy's doing good stuff but he's doing it against the guy we all love in florida man what the fuck so let's get into the story. Uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. When a naked man in southwestern Florida recently raised the ruckus outside his house and threatened a deputy with a kitchen knife, the SWAT team swooped in and apprehended him. Soon afterward, Lee County Sheriff Carmine Marcino stood on the man's driveway in com get combat gear for a new news conference per- while the suspect perfect. went to jailhouse. <laughs> That the sheriff likes to call the Marcino Hotel. Now, what do you think the chances were that he actually needed the combat equipment versus he wanted to look cool in front of the reporters? It's all the latter. Yeah. It's all like, and continuing on with the article, we'll find out that apparently a lot of these Florida sheriffs have been have been uh, using social media to oh, yeah, make themselves to be like rock stars. A little, little media hungry. They want to be. They want to be stars. They want. Their bit of attention. And you know what, Mondo? I think that really goes to show that Florida man and Florida sheriff are really just two sides of the same coin. Yeah. You know, um, you know that, that whole thing, like that little butterfly effect, you go one way, this happens, you go the other, that happens. Mm-hmm. You know, so you make you make one wrong decision in life and the next thing you know, like you're in a, a Walmart parking lot uh, with chainsaws fighting an ice cream truck. Or you go get an education, maybe go to a police academy, and you become a good guy. But you're still just equally as fucked up in the brain. You know, I'm going to push back a little bit on that. I'm not sure how many of these Florida sheriffs really have much of an education. Probably not. But but yes, your point stands. Correct. Uh, in reference to the uh, the suspect that was... Uh, With the kitchen knife. Kitchen which, knife. Then. I mean, and that that's on a 1 to 10... Of like Florida man craziness, that's like a, a point two. I was gonna say like a three or two. Yeah, okay, point two, but I, I'm low on the scale. Uh, anyway, in, re- in reference to that guy, uh, he's an oxygen stealer and a scumbag, and I'm glad he's out of here. Marcino, the sheriff, told reporters, "I'm proud to say that in this con- county, if you present deadly physical force with a kitchen knife, <laughs> with a mid- <laughs> we meet you with deadly force every time, and we win. It's pretty clean, pretty quick." Wait, actually, this is, he just sort of highlighted the funniest part. Wait, so this this fucking Florida man had a kitchen knife. And they're like, deadly send, force. In the, send in the squat team. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, deadly force. <laughs> like, they, they, I, I'm just picturing this like like nine-member SWAT team like breaking down his door with a battering ram. <laughs> like they've, they've all got like, a, you know, like the uh, assault rifles with the laser scopes and everything. And he's this is the Florida man with a kitchen knife. They're like, oh, we got him. We did it. <laughs> uh, the Sunshine State has become internationally notorious for the oddball miscreants who populate its police blotters and local news reports. Known collectively as Florida Man, 
There are murders and mayhem like any place else, and there are the only in Florida incidents like the man charged with assault with a deadly weapon for throwing an alligator through a Wendy's drive-thru window in Palm Beach County in 2015. That doesn't sound weird. That sounds like normal Florida yeah. stuff. Assault with a deadly weapon, and the deadly weapon so happened to be an alligator. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a Tuesday. But an equally eccentric cast of hard-boiled sheriffs make a career of going after these guys. Florida man meet Florida sheriff. Dun, dun, dun. Take Brevard County Sheriff Wayne Ivey, who makes a game of crime, literally. His weekly Wheel of Fugitive, in quotes, videos feature the sheriff spinning a wheel with photos of 10 of the county's most wanted. Everybody watches it, even the fugitives, fugitives watch it, to see who becomes Fugitive of the Week, Ivey said. Wow. Now, I, I actually watched... One of the, the episodes. Because they're like two minutes long. Okay. And first of all, motherfuckers got production value. Yeah. They have a green screen. Yeah. So there's like... There's, there's oh, like our a, tax dollars at work. It's like an animated background. And there is... Yes, there's a literal wheel where they've just put mug shots. They've like like taped them to the back. And he and he spin you know he spins them around and then it lands on the Fugitive of the Week. And then he, he reads out what this person did. You know what? He's giving a little bit of extra shine to Florida man. He's yeah. it's it's in a weird way. It's almost like congratulatory. It's like look what you yeah. did. You're our fugitive of the week. Yeah. If you're gonna get arrested for, you know whatever whatever it is um, that these people have done, you might as well be fugitive of the, of, of the week when you do it. You know that's something you can put on a resume. Yeah. When you're applying, to, <laughs> you're applying to Florida McDonald's, you're like I was fugitive of the week. The uh, the Twitter account of Paso County Sheriff's Chris Nocco, who has starred in A&E Network's live PD show, made a splash with local sad criminal of the day post. His agency also copyrighted the now viral hashtag, hashtag 9pm routine, a reminder to lock your car doors and homes at every night. Over in Central Florida is perhaps the highest profile enemy of Florida man, Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd, who constantly targets gangs, drug dealers, and prostitution rings in his folksy southern drawl, has become frequent hit on TV since he was first elected with no party affiliation in 2005. Uh, one of Judd's late latest targets was not exactly the crime of the century, but Judd had plenty to say about a woman accused of assaulting workers at McDonald's. Wait, wait hold on. So, so first of all, this is another one I, I watched him talk about about uh, this lady, and he does it. He's like so deadpan, like almost monotone. So you, you have to like just yes southern draw, but just just nonplussed by everything. Like you, you know they could have they could have uh, dropped a nuclear warhead on the McDonald's and be just be like, well you know nuclear warheads on McDonald's it happens. Uh, anyway, that that ju that guy Judd had plenty to say about a woman accused of assaulting workers at a McDonald's because her order was wrong. She's a pretty lady, but she was mad. Judd said on May 20th. It was, it was more like this. She's a pretty lady, but she was McMad. And he was so proud of himself. He's like, I made a McDonald's joke. McMad, you guys get it? But it was all behind his eyes because I said, he's this man is dead to the world. Anyway, he goes on saying, I don't know if she was too fried short of a Happy Meal, but she created a McMess and acted like a McNutt. This is Polk County. We don't put up with that McJunk. Florida Sheriff's pretty got good, jokes. Pretty good. It was. I actually watched the video of that too. It was. She had. She had like a really complicated special order that she placed online. Mm -hmm. She gets there 
they'd fuck something up complicated with, with, like as in like give me a burger with no cheese it, or pickles or yeah I, I don't remember if it said the specifics but it was basically like she'd ordered off menu where she wanted them to to make things a little bit differently so uh-huh. exactly like you're saying and they'd fuck something up and i think she's also five months pregnant oh so i think she was like just just next level hangry and starts just trashing she didn't assault anyone like a physical person, but she went behind the counter and started like throwing the cups around. <laughs> just- I got, I'm sorry, but I got to side with the, the McDonald's people in that because anyone that orders shit off menu or different or changes things up, whatever. So, you know, mm-hmm. go fuck yourself. If you're going to go get a cheeseburger, get a cheeseburger, take the fucking pickles out yourself. You don't want tomatoes. Take them out your goddamn self. Wait. So, so hold on. You're saying that between the McDonald's employees who are working for minimum wage mm-hmm. at a fast food restaurant and a lady <laughs> who went ape shit and started destroying their restaurant you're siding with the McDonald's employees yeah that is a bold stance Mondo. Yeah. just just a bold, bold stance anyone that's worked fast food knows how annoying as shit that is when you have a customer coming in and wants to tweak it tweak it or blah, blah, blah. no fuck you get your shit here's a you paid bye bye get the fuck out of here yes now i could see if you're going to fine dining restaurant and you're going to spend 50 bucks or more on your, you know, meal. You want your steak done the perfect, you know, certain way or you want your sure. veggies, whatever, seasoned. Then see- I get that. You're paying a lot of money. But when you're going to McDonald's, fuck yourself. I, I don't, I'm, I'm going to go on another tirade that I don't want to go off on right now. But anyways, fuck you if you're going to go to a McDonald's and order shit all fucked up. Anyway, that was it for Florida Sheriff, special edition of Florida Man. Thank you again to Jennifer Barr. Hope everything's great. In life, I see your Instagram on your kids. They're awesome. Congratulations on a beautiful life. Anyway, moving on to the world of Reddit. This week, we're going to do four questions. Why, Aaron? Because we don't have a third segment. Because we don't have a lot of shit to talk about today. So we're going to just extend Florida, I'm sorry, Reddit, and do four questions for you. Question number one on Ask Reddit. Uh-huh. And we're going to start on the serious side. What is a quote that changed your outlook on life? It was hard to narrow it down. Okay. But when I was... In high school, my grandfather, who who, that's my, my grandfather. His his that's his his own story. But he gave me a VHS tape of George Carlin. Ooh, and I've probably listened to that maybe fifteen times. I mean, that was Carlin's I, one of the greats. I loved I love stand up, but at that point, really, the only access I had to it was these little like Comedy Central, like you know, short routines, which were in comparison dog shit. To right. a master like George Carlin. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a lot of that stuff definitely influenced the way I thought about things. Mm-hmm. And there were there were two quotes I was trying to remember in particular. One was, think about how stupid the average person is and realize half of them are stupider than that. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's accurate and really frightening. Uh-huh. And here, this is the other one, and too. The, and, that, and that half of a half are the ones that are breeding... Yes. <laughs> Way too much and not taking care of their kids. No offense to you if you have like five kids with three different da- baby daddies, but you are the scum of the world. Go ahead. Yeah. Natural selection has sort of gotten turned on its head a little bit. Yep. And then the the other quote, it's kind of along the same lines, was we think in language, the quality of our thoughts and ideas can only be as good as the quality of our language. And that was actually one where, you know, when I started YouTube, that quote was what me, what me, what made me start this series called Dictionary of Jack, and it was about grammar and word usage, but more when there was some sort of 
logical breakdown because I was like, I'll do my small little piece to combat our language becoming dumber and dumber. And I eventually just gave up because I was like, oh, no, there's no hope. Yeah, you you wish you could change the world. But guess what? That half of a half of the world <laughs> that you just spoke about before that, you know. Well, the, the point where I gave up was when dictionaries were just like, fuck it, we throw our hands up. And they just started including the wrong definitions of words. So, like, the one that just really pains me is literally. Yeah. Because so many people used literally incorrectly. Yeah. That dictionaries were, like, like because they would use it as, as just basically emphasis. Yes. Where it's like, man, I literally, and it's, they're just trying I to. I literally almost died. And like, mm. <laughs> no, you, no, you didn't. But, but now in dictionaries, there there's, like, this fourth definition where it's like, yeah, just to provide emphasis to what they're saying. I'm like, no, yeah, don't do no. That. but now we need an actual, cause it's confusing. Cause now we need a new word that means what literally used to mean. Yep. God damn it. Yeah. That's because we're idiots and there's an overuse of literally and, and, and a bunch of words that have a definition, a defined definition and people are tweaking it and yeah, they're doing their own thing. And I still remember that entire segment of George Carlin's act, you know, however many years later it is in its entirety. One of the ones that always cracks me up was he was talking, he had a lot of stuff about uh, like air, air, uh, airplanes and airlines and things like that. And he, he would, you know, he would say, he was like, they want you to pre-board. What the fuck is that? You're going to get on before you get on. <laughs> but the one that really cracked me up, he was like, he's like, and they say, Okay, now you're going to get on the plane. He's like, fuck you. I want to get in the plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always enjoyed George Carlin. He, that guy was uh, one of a kind, never to be replicated. No, sir. The quote that I would say changed my outlook on life, I'm trying to remember the name of the teacher that said it to me. God damn, I'm not going to remember her name, but but she was one of my favorite teachers. One of my favorite teachers in high school, and she was an English teacher. And she said to me, uh, something to the effect of, so I'm not going to say the quote exactly, it was, you are part of my branches as I will always be a part of your roots. It was something like that. I might not be 100% accurate, but it's something more or less along those lines. And I remember hearing that to her, hearing that from her and was thinking like, like it, it didn't quite sink in until like I became like, a mentor of sorts, I guess you want to say, like when I was like in college and I was, you know, running uh, the society and being a squire master, all that shit. And then even more so when I became an uncle to, to two little kids, it was like, I don't want to fuck this up. I don't want to, like, I have an obligation just like, just, just like, there's like someone before me kind of paved the path for me in certain respects. I have to be careful about what I do because I'm, they're going to, I'm going to influence them. So I, I'm very, I try not to, <laughs> I try not to fuck up too bad, but you know, I try to live up to, to her. That was, that was a beautiful quote by your teacher. And then you're adding, adding onto that. And I try not to fuck up too bad. <laughs> Inspiring words. Guys, if I if, say it in layman's terms so that people understand what I'm trying to get at. If, if you're looking for an inspirational quote to pass down to your children to, to broaden their horizon. <laughs> Take my quote better. I try not to fuck up too bad. Yeah. Armando Ramirez. <laughs> uh, I wish I, I just, my only regret is I don't remember that teacher's name and she was a sweetheart. She was awesome. Anyway, moving on to the answers that some of the Redditors had to say on that. User Dictionary Stomach says, you can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. Mm. I like that one. 
I've heard that. That's not. I don't think that's the exact quote, but yeah, I've heard that one too. Uh, user Berserker Demon One writes: Try not to regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many. That is true. I know some of us, uh, you know, bitch and moan about getting older, and we're like, wait a minute, I'm I'm 41, and a lot of people didn't make it to 41. You know. Last one I will read. User Klimo of Nazareth writes, a step backward after making a wrong term is a step in the right direction. Apparently that's a Kurt Vonnegut quote. Kurt Kurt Vonnegut was the freaking man. I've only read Slaughterhouse-Five and it was like well into, it was post-college. I don't know why, I just heard so many good things about the book and read it and... Eh, pretty good, I guess. Um, Reddit question number two. What's a celebrity that everyone finds attractive except you? Yeah. The first uh, one that popped in my head, and I, I don't know if everyone finds her attractive, but I, I just, Scarlett Johansson does not do it for me at all. Really? Not at all. Oh, my gosh. She's got beautiful lips, I, curves, the right amount of curves. Right. Remember this question was... <laughs> Yeah. What, what? What's one that everybody finds I know, attractive? I know, I know. I'm just saying these are the things I like about her. Okay. I kind of also like her. She's got a little bit of a kind of a raspiest, kind of a more of a baritone voice. Yeah, than she most. cried a lot as a little kid. Yeah. That's the, No, apparently that's a real thing. I forget there's a name for it. Like, when, for like babies that cry a lot. Their voices they, go off. They end up, yeah, they end up sounding like they were chain smokers. Hmm. Yeah, no, I've, I've, because we, when we've talked about, uh, I'm mean, sure there was a question in the past of like, what do you find attractive and so forth? And so um, for me, like it's always been like kind of like athletic. It's usually like taller women. I mean, look, I'm not, I have nothing against her. I think she's a fine actress. Like, you know, I don't, there, there's no venom spewed here on my part, but I'm like, ah, oh, you're kind of like short and a little bit dumpy and not particularly athletic. Like that, that's fine. That's fine. Like that's a type. Obviously, I'm in the vast, vast, vast minority who don't find her attractive. I just don't. Can't help it. That's interesting. Yeah, no, that's your you're entitled to your opinion, even though you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't. I can't, that's one I, can't, I literally can't be wrong about. I know it was a joke. It was a joke. See, I was laughing. It was funny. It was a joke. People laugh when things are funny. Right. So next time you make one that's funny, I'll make sure to laugh. All right. Um, celebrity that everyone finds attractive except for me. I'm going to get shit for it. Kim Kardashian. If Kim Kardashian Wait, was... what? Kim Kardashian. No, I understand. I'm just, I'm just... Go on. I'm sorry. So if Kim Kardashian was just another pretty face and a celeb that did something, mm-hmm. she was in movies, she was famous for something other than the you know, getting fucked by a black dude on camera. If she was famous for something positive or even just like a musician or something like that, I'd be like, okay, I get it. She did something to info, but she really didn't do anything. Like she's, she became famous because of her dad and then the porn video. And all of a sudden now she's in, what do you call those uh, reality TV shows? All this shit. She's highly, highly plastic. Like a lot of her is plastic. Okay, to, to be fair, so I'm, I'm on board with you. I also do not find her attractive, largely for a lot of the same reasons when we're just, if we're just talking physically that mm-hmm. I said about Scarlett Johansson, kind of the same thing. To be fair to Kim Kardashian, the, the, the genesis of her fame was the porn video. She's done a lot of stuff since then. She's like a hugely successful like CEO, like there's all the reality television stuff. I agree with you. That's not some 
great positive effect that she's had on the world. Like it's nothing to hold up and be like, children, look, to one day you can, you can inspire to be a uh, shitty reality star. But she she's done a lot. She's actually built a business empire. But yeah, she's she's like ninety percent plastic, and all of their sisters Wait, are too. Ninety percent. Yeah, all of her sisters, all the Kardashians are. All of them have faked something. There's not a single one of them that hasn't done something to. What, what's the ten percent that's not plastic? I don't know her teeth. Maybe not even her teeth. I bet you their teeth are fucking not hers either. I don't know. I'm guessing. Okay. But I mean, it's just God. It's just. I remember, and I'm sure you heard this, I'm sure most of us heard this when we were kids growing up, the beauty's on the inside. And it's people like her. <laughs> that's a lie. I think it. I think, I think. think that's a good moral uh, 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 fiber we should still continue to instill in our youthful, our kids. The antithesis of that is that people are, are aspiring to be beautiful at all costs or mm-hmm. famous at all costs. And people are just becoming trashy people. This is true. In an effort to be th- something else, and everybody else is just living their life and being normal, is like kind of gone thrown by the wayside. And I don't think I think we're focused on the wrong things. But it's easier for me to say. I just think that she's not a good role model, and uh, she's just her and her family are just a kind of scummy people. But anyway, that's my controversial opinion. Oh no, I, I agree with you on just about all that. Um, is, is that, you think that's controversial? I think there are a lot of people that I'm like, oh, but she's so, I, and I've heard this mm. from former coworkers and pe- oh, but she's so pretty. Oh, she seems so nice. Like they're kind of doing what you do sometimes that kind of like playing the neg game, but like to an extreme, like completely oblivious to like, Hey, but, but what is she? Is she doing anything good? Like she, she, I can't, there was one good thing she did for social justice and I can't remember what it was. Yeah. I remember she was trying to do something in the criminal, she became a lawyer or she's trying to be a lawyer, but she was doing something, but I don't know all the ins and outs of it. It's like, well, it was, I, okay. So this, this, this is the part where I'm like, no, my, I I just can't even process this. I, I tap out. It was like there was, there was someone who had been arrested and she was trying to free them. Yeah. Make it appeal when Trump was president, like directly to Trump to free mm-hmm. this person. And it was like Kim Kardashian appeals for, I'm like, no, I can't, no, I can't yeah. fuck this. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't process this. This is the universe that we live in where this, this is like a headline of a story. I'm out. <laughs> uh, some of the other Redditors user caffeine and scotch say Bella Thorne, just something about her gives me the creeps. I don't know who that is. She's another one of these, like, I think she was a Disney girl, like D- Disney teeny boppy type of thing. And then she became very highly, uh, as she got older, I think she started putting on plastic. And I'm not, a, I don't quote me. She might have be, she might be completely natural, but I think she had, she had some stuff done she, to her. She and, sounds like her name makes her sound like the antagonist in a really shitty live action Disney princess movie where it's like, oh, it's, it's the, 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 the princess Esmeralda is, in the clutches of the evil Bella Thorne. <laughs> User 4Crazies850 writes, Justin Bieber, he looks like the poster boy for every AA 12-step program success story. <laughs> He's just like a normal kid to me. He, he, I mean, when he was younger, he just looked like a normal boy that got famous through YouTube, right? YouTube or some social that media. That was where he got his break, yeah. yeah. Are they talking about what he looks like? I don't even really know what he looks like now. Well, I mean, when you... I don't know that we can go on and on about, but when you're a kid that age and you get just thrown into the limelight and your job is to be pretty, I mean, 
you can. Well, but you know. they say that he looks like the poster boy for AA, like because I, 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 a poster boy for AA success story. It, w- I don't. Yeah, but because I think I think he pushed back a little bit because he 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 almost had that like like Christian youth minister sort of vibe when he was younger. Where they're like, look, he's just an angelic blonde haired little boy and blah blah. blah. And then I feel like he he kind of. Push tried, back against that yeah. a little bit. He try, he's, he's trying to get hard and tough and tattoos it's like, and shit and like mean mug and, and photo and like weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's all tatted up now. Maybe I think that's probably what they're referring uh, to. He's also just a tiny little human. Sure. He's a very small person. Uh, user appropriate underscore donkey 18 writes machine gun Kelly. Dude looked like he's stuck in midlife crisis 24 seven. He looks like no, and no, he looks like a lot of normal Joe Blow white guys that just happens to be a bunch of t- like tatted out. That's it. Just a tall, skinny, I also don't really douchey white. You don't know who Machine Gun Kelly is? I no, I know he is. I just don't really know what he. He's the one that's currently banging. Um, oh, the he girl has a with face tattoo. the girl with little finger. Oh, Megan Fox. He has a face. He's got like that's a really weird tattoo. He's got fangs like tattooed below his lower lip that hey. sort of culminate right where his chin is yeah that's a okay yeah um that's it for reddit question number two reddit question number three that's interesting the bieber and the kelly they're both they're both guys that have some very kind of effeminate physical traits (laughs) and now and now no he does yeah no no i'm looking at him he's like a very kind of narrow angular face i mean you know, if 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 he was like, I want to dress up as a woman, he could have passed very easily. But he's like, no, I'll put tats all over myself because I need to look tough. Yeah, I think I think all the tats are uh, compensating for something. For sure. Uh, Reddit question number three: What can someone put on their car that makes you know immediately that they're a douchebag? Do you have one for that? I've got a couple of them, but <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So I say this. I say this. Tongue in cheek, kind of, because I know I have family members that do this. Okay, <laughs> where they put truck nuts in the back of their truck, they little, you know, where you put your hitch. Yeah, and they actually put like literal, like they like like rubber hanging balls. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm big and bad and tough. I have I have an uncle that I think did a version of that that I thought was at least clever and funny, and I've seen it a couple times since. Instead of using like those rubber testicle looking things. He's actually gotten like big giant like nuts, like nut nuts, like metal nuts mm-hmm. and got them welded together and then put them in, in some kind of rope or chain thing that hangs by. So it's the same concept, but I think at least his is a little more clever because they're literally nuts. But uh, that's one of the two signs of vehicular douchebagness. The second one, and uh, we had a Lancer brother that did this. <laughs> when you put the When you put the lights like underneath your car... You know, yeah. like where so that when you're driving, yeah, you're like a lighting kit. I guess that's what it's called. I always thought those were kind of douchey, but you know, oh, hundred percent. Wait, can you can you reread the question? Uh, what can someone put on their car that makes you know immediately they're a douchebag? Okay, this this I remember seeing this in L.A. This this jogged my memory, and I was I was just so completely blown away that someone would have done this to their their car. They had. I can't remember if it was a truck or an El Camino. It was one of the two. Okay. And they had lifted the front tires. Oh, yeah. And dropped the back tires. Uh-huh. And I was just, I think it was a truck. And I'm just looking at him like, why the fuck would you do <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> are, are, you, are you trying to launch into outer space? Like, yeah. 
because one, it ruined all the any any functionality in the truck gone. Yeah. Like you can't haul anything because I mean, one, the back is so low. If you actually loaded the bed up, it's just gonna be scraping and across you, the ground. I'm sure, it, and everything's gonna spill out. <laughs> but I also think like. Like as as the driver in that vehicle, I'm sure your 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 driving vision is impaired. Now you're like looking up instead of looking straight in the room. So I, that that any anytime I see like a, a, what would have been a good functional truck altered in a way that you can't actually use it as a truck drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. I also I also think what maybe you can tell me because I'm not a big auto guy, uh-huh. but I just assume anytime I see one of those like it's usually like an F350 or like one of the the higher horsepower trucks but it has like like the quadruple tires the dualies yeah yeah and i'm just like what do you really need all those tires like, absolutely what do you, not what the fuck are you hauling with i can see if they're you know what and even a truck with four wheels like a normal four wheels has a lot of towing capacity a uh-huh. lot of weight capacity the need for dualies is like you're you're trying to send out the message like oh i carry heavy shit in my truck that's that's the intention is like oh look i'm a i'm a man's man i'm but Nine out of ten times, those guys just have the dualies for the aesthetics purpose. Like yeah. you don't, you're, you're just your truck. It's like you're not hauling a fucking. You're, you're hauling hauling like a giant aircraft carrier. You're not pulling a boat. You know what I mean? It's just it's just for looks and douchebaggery. Um, along the same lines of the lifting the front tire and the, the back ones lowered. Nowadays, the the too fast to Fur- furious kids wannabes, they'll turn their tires out like. They'll, they'll rotate them out. Have you ever seen that? Where they're like no. instead of the tires being perpendicular, they're turned out. At like a thirty to forty-five degree oh angle, and they're doing that to both. And I'm like, "What's the point?" Apparently, talking to one of my coworkers, there is kind of a point to it if you track your car. If you take your vehicle, your fast car, onto uh-huh. tracks, and like when it's making those turns, that's the purpose. But again, going back to the dually, are they are they taking their their 1998 Toyota Corolla to the track? No, <laughs> nine times out of ten, it's like, oh, someone with money is doing that, and it looks cool. I'm going to do it because I want to look cool like them. Wait, another question, Mondo. Because again, I, I'm just not... The, I, I follow trucks more than anything now because no, I don't give a shit about my personal car, uh-huh. but like my work truck, I'm like, oh, I love that thing. But like, what what is the car brand that is sort of the source of ridicule these days? Because it, it used to be like, like Hyundai... And Kias, but then Kias are actually kind of nice now. So, like, if you're if you're trying to make a derisive joke about cars, like, what is like the shitty car brand now? I really don't know the answer to that, but I do know, like, in the world of trucks, mm-hmm. like Fords are the ones that are made fun of because they're always getting broken down. They're the acronym F O R D, fucked over, rebuilt Dodge. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that? Because they're just no. always the trucks are always breaking. Speaking of trucks that break down, my company truck. A 2022 Ford F-150, brand new, has maybe 3,000 miles in no. it. So, yeah, I don't, I don't want to get too far into it, but it broke down. I had to take it to a dealership, and it's a brand new fucking truck. It's some electrical alternator something or other, but it's like, come on, guys. Make your shit. Like, they, they make fun of American vehicles because these all these Japanese yeah. people, German people are making their vehicles more precision very efficient yeah efficient precision they make them well and and in the states it's like it's just like churning them out like we're churning out kids well we see we i know we were the worst at that in the 80s like car companies like oh if we make them so they break down every like five years then people buy more cars yeah and then (laughs) like the whole american Auto industry collapsed because people are like, fuck this shit. We want cars that actually last. Well, they buy Japan. They buy the German. and But, but like, look, Mondo, fingers crossed. I've got 
2004 F-150 that I had to do some some repairs right when I got it. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's been great. So just don't don't speak that. What is it? Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Uh, some of the users on Reddit response to that question. User Vampy Coco writes, Monster Energy Drink decals or truck nuts? <laughs> ha ha. I was on the Monster Energy decals is a good one, though. Unless you're sponsored by Monster Let's Energy. See. Monster Energy, if you want to sponsor this podcast, I will put Monster Energy decals on my truck. Make it happen. Let's see. User Miss Kelly writes advertising for their MLM. What's an MLM? Uh, multi-level marketing. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like Mway or... Uh, what what is the what's the, the there's the like health related one that's just the fucking worst apparently I forget what it's called but yeah uh, Herb, Herbalife yes yes <laughs> advertising for your pyramid scheme basically yeah uh, last one I'll read for that question user the flesh eating muffin writes a big tap out sticker <laughs> that yeah, sucks really anything with tap out that's fair I I have a soft spot for tap out because I was one of those douchebags that wore tap out shirts at one point. I think I still have one or two. I don't wear them anymore, but tap out was the original OG MMA shirt. What was the other? There was two. There was tap out and there was one other one. Affliction? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then the people that wear those typically douchebags. Well, Affliction, I don't think exists anymore. Maybe it does. I'm not 100%. I, and I haven't seen a whole lot of tap out stuff lately, so I, I don't know. Reddit question number four, our fourth and final question for Ask Reddit is... Replace one word in the movie title with the word dildo. What is a plot about now? You have one? Uh-huh. You're, you, I'm going to need your help with this, okay? Uh-huh. You're, you have to help me with what the plot would change to. The Lord of the Dildos. The Lord of the Dildos? Okay, I mean, so... so <laughs> One dildo to rule them all. Right. So so <laughs> just, just to... Quick, quick recap of the Lord of the Rings movies. Okay, there, there are all these different rings of power, uh-huh. right? That that uh, these like elfin blacksmiths created, and then S- Sauron, who's became the Dark Lord, created one ring that actually controlled them all. So all these people had different rings of power could be controlled by his one ring, so forth and so on. And the whole Lord of the Rings is just trying to destroy the one ring and. And Soren's rule. So in Lord of the Dildos, instead of rings of power, you would have dildos of power. Were the different colors dildos be like different type of powers? Well, yeah. And that was all the rings of... It was always a little bit unclear. It's funny that you brought this up because I was just listening to uh, a YouTube video where the guy was explaining all the different like powers that the rings had. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were listening to a thing about dildos. I was like, ah. Oh, yeah, no, that's... <laughs> that, that too. Um... That's a different video, Mondo. Oh, shit. <laughs> the, the, the first one was YouTube. The second one was Pornhub. Ah. Um, so, because, yeah, it was like, I didn't know Gandalf had a ring. Oh, really? Gandalf had a ring the whole time. The wizards had rings? No, just Gandalf. Oh. Because he's doing Gandalf things. Elrond had a ring and Gladriel. They had the three elven rings. Uh, and, like, Gladriel's... Oh, uh, so Gandalf had one of the elven ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and like, they're, they're, like Elrond's power was, uh, like, healing and preservation and uh, Gladriel's was like more about like almost slowing time, and I think Gandalf's was supposed to be something about like inspiring people. Mm. It was kind of it was kind of vague. It was what what in the literary world is called soft magic systems, mm. where you don't really clearly define the powers and rule systems. You leave it vague so you can tweak it whenever you need to tweak it. But but I'm getting too far off. Sure, track. Lord of the Dildos. So yeah, in this in this situation, 
there would be different dildos of power Ooh. that would have uh, you know different uh, different effects that they would have. So one maybe it, it produces instant orgasm. Ooh, I want that one. I don't know. See, I think I think that's a that's a tricky one. Do you really want an instant orgasm? Not me. Like to give one. Like ha ha. Yeah, but you you want them to be able to to to, to enjoy it. Nah. No, <laughs> it's an orgasm, that, and that's. But, but what if it's on the battlefield too? That's even worse. <laughs> You're just tapping people with this, this, like soldiers with the dildo. Oh, well. and they're just creaming their pants. Yeah. <laughs> um. So so ba- so basically, they're all they're all the, these. Uh, God, I feel like I'm writing a really bad porn parody now, dude. This is like this is like the original. Uh, uh, new on Netflix where you would create a exactly <laughs> so 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 there 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 are all these different dildos that can control people in weird sexual deviant ways, but then you've got the one the one dildo to rule, to them, rule them, all. them all, and it's and it's it's too much, right? It's it basically uh, it it just can turn somebody into a sex slave. Nice, that's not, the one. Not I just want. one person, just a everybody, whole, a whole host, right? I mean, it's it's like. You you go to you go you go to battle against an enemy force. You know they're they're all lined up. They have their banners. They've got their armor and their swords. They're doing the you know the thing where they like hit their swords against the ground and they're doing a chant. And then, bam! You whip out the one dildo to rule them all, and they just start fucking each other. They just start just just massive orgy <laughs> of, of the enemy troops. And then, like afterwards, like they're just all looking at each other, like, "Oh no, what did they're we do?" They're all smoking cigarettes, like fucking, just like laying there, like all fucked up. <laughs> They don't even want to invade anymore. No. They're like, I, oh, we, we never, we all go home and we never speak of this day again, my fellow, nice. my, my fellow warriors. And it's it's too much power for one person. So obviously, this has to be destroyed. I, I feel like instead of instead of uh, a male protagonist, I feel like it's a female protagonist. Sure, hell yeah, why not? Right, because the dil- the dildo, it's probably most threatening to to them. No, wait, I got you beat. Instead of it being a male or female. It's a transgender, oh, non-binary okay. person. Excellent. And <laughs> they have the dildo. Uh, uh, Here, here's the thing. And if you recall, in Lord of the Rings, they need to throw the one ring into the fires of Mount the Doom. The one dildo. It's this great. No, no, no. I'm said in oh. Lord of the Rings, they need to throw the one ring into this, this fiery chasm of Mount Doom. It, if you will... Uh, a, a great and deep crevasse. Oh, I know where you're going. Fire. I know where you're going. So, so, so but who's the crevasse? Oh, who who would who would play it? It, it, so, so Putin? Putin's butthole. No, I think I think I think it's a woman. Oh, I think I think th- there has to be one one vagina so impenetrable. Not impenetrable mm. is not the right word. Penetrable, almost too penetrable. So 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 wide and deep. And well worn, that even the power of the one dildo cannot affect it. So I, I'm I'm thinking we have to go old school porn star, someone a porn star who has had sex so many times on and off camera that no dildo could affect her, and they need to 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 travel to the the forsaken realm of Las Vegas uh-huh. and th- throw, throw the one dildo. Into the chasm of her JJ. Who is that though? I don't know, Mondo. I feel like you you would be better versed in aging porn stars than I would. God, what was the name? What was the uh, the chick that um, Tito Ortiz married? I forget. Jenna Jameson. Jenna Jameson was my favorite porn star. Perfect. In college. 
That, that's she, the one. She, guys, speaking of people being, I don't think she's 90% plastic. I think we're like 98% oh, yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, 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 for sure. But, but yeah, okay. They have to, tra- they have to travel to, instead of, instead of, uh, you know, Soren's domain, they have to travel to the forsaken land of Las Vegas and throw the one dildo into Jim, Jenna Jameson. Nice. To free everybody from its power. All right. What's your... Uh, I, I think we're done. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was a co... Because I did need Aaron's help with that one. That was a co-answer to that first question. Thanks for your... Uh, thanks for the alley-oop. We, we, just, we just made like the worst porn parody. <laughs> it might already be out there, dude. You didn't want to be surprised. Oh, there's, there's 110% a Lord of the Rings porn parody. Did it have such an intricate uh, plot as we had? I, I doubt it. Um, some of the Redditors answered that. User Ronald Reagan writes, my big fat Greek dildo. Okay. Pretty good. User Troy85909 writes, three men and a dildo. Okay. I don't know if I'd want to watch that one. No. <laughs> um, I don't think so. I'll read a couple more. User translator ROR writes, dude, where's my dildo? <laughs> The fact that you say, dude, where's my dildo? It's like, I'm, hey, hey, Aaron, where's my dildo? You're like, uh. uh, uh well, that, that's like, uh, th- there, there was a really, really depraved uh, sitcom called Blue Mountain State. Uh-huh. And one, one of the episodes was one of, one of the characters, Thad Castle, who is the captain linebacker of the football team, was bequeathed a pocket pussy from his father. And that pocket pussy ends up getting passed, passed around, around the team. I saw that and episode. It, it, it has almost magical properties to it, and as well as the ability to spread uh, STDs. And there, there was like a dude, where's my pocket pussy yeah. moment in that, that episode. So you know what? Maybe I was being a little bit too unfair to our porn parody because that episode, highly entertaining, at least yeah. as far as I was concerned. Uh, last one I'll read for that question. User Mary Humble... Spirit writes, full metal dildo. Ouch. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. The sequel, full metal dildo, no lube. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I've never used one. So I I couldn't. Women, would full metal dildo would be enjoyable or would it be not enjoyable? Enjoyable. Send us a message on uh, Facebook. I'm going (laughs) to go out on a limb and say no. No, it probably wouldn't be. All right. Well, that was it for Ask Reddit. Now we're just going to bullshit because we have about eh, about five to ten minutes to kill. What are the what, what's what's new? What's happening in the world of Jaffe Land? I know you've been working on the home, but digging trenches and shit. What else is up? I mean, that's that's been a lot of it. I've just been doing graphic design work and and uh, man, with the house build stuff, it's always like one thing leads into another to another. It always gets way more complicated. I spent a lot of time trying to f- figure out how to put a sewer line in. Because unfortunately, as it turns out, there is not a sewer line at the street in front of my house. Like, there's just a water line. Hmm. So the closest sewer line, I have to run it all the way through my property, through my parents' property, to the ho- to the street in front of my parents' house. Really? Yeah. Wow. Not not real ecstatic about it. Hmm. And to- I'm sure they aren't either, because that's going to disrupt them. Well, I mean, it is what it is, but... To, to make matters more complicated, there's this giant 50-foot-tall pine tree mm-hmm. 
that's like right at the edge of the property. That's not good because when those sewage lines break open and water spills, it makes the tree roots grow into the lines and stuff. The the good the good part I've learned so I've learned all sorts of fun things. Apparently, if you're trying to f- figure out where the root system of a pine tree goes, it, you just look at like whatever the the farthest branch on the pine tree is, and then you just make that the circumference. The roots don't extend past that. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. Pine tree roots go, I guess, more down instead of spreading all the way out. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, okay, that's great. But I wanted to just double check. Before I, we kind of commit, because we have to, I got to do all kinds of stuff. I have to get an easement, meaning uh, you just have to, have to have it on file with the, the city that this part of my parents' property can be accessed for, um, you know, maintenance crews and everything in case they have to go and replace the sewer line. Yeah. Just, I mean, obviously for us, it's not going to be a problem, but just in case we, we sell it or something like, like that happens. And I'm trying to like get that all sorted out. So I, I was, I dug uh, three, three foot, I, th- I think it was like a three foot deep hole just to, to check, to see if I could see where, where it was this indeed true. Were there any roots or anything down there? So I'm just, just digging a hole. It was almost a happy accident because shortly, you know, like I think like a day after I dug this hole, there's just this big three foot hole just sitting in front of the pine tree where, where I was checking for roots. The next day, Finn, my, my dog finally managed to catch one of the rabbits uh-huh. in the backyard. And it was, Bondo, it was sad. It was a baby rabbit. Aww. And like, he didn't kill it. I don't know what his plan was, but he definitely fucked up its back legs. Aww. And it was just like kind of twitching. I'm like, Finn, you just, <laughs> you, you mauled this baby rabbit. I can't, I can't really get mad at him. Right. He, like, he's like a, a prey animal. Like, you know, he's just doing what nature's telling him to do. But I, I was like, wow, this is convenient. I already, I already, I didn't know I was digging a tiny rabbit grave, but look, here we go. So I, I, I drowned the rabbit first. Oh, so it was, it was still kind of sort of moving. Oh yeah, moving it was like, the, oh God, it was, it was, this was like the saddest Disney movie ever, Mondo. Yeah. It was like, kind of like twitch it, like it could still move. It was alive, but its back legs were just fucked. And I'm like, yeah, this rabbit's not going to make it. Um, so I didn't, I didn't want to bury the rabbit alive. I didn't want it to come back and like haunt me in zombie rabbit form. Mm-hmm. Just tiny little cute zombie rabbit. I'm like, no, 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 no. So I'm going to, I just drowned it first in a bucket. And then I was like, well, I've got this pre-dug rabbit grave. All right. And just, just chucked it in there. So hopefully my sewer line isn't haunted by the ghost of this rabbit. Aaron's a rabbit killer. I didn't do it. Finn did it. No, no, you killed it. You're the Dr. Shivago of rabbit killing. Do, is this oh no, not Shivago. Kowarkin, Kowarkin, Kowarkin. That guy. Is, so you're, you're putting this one on me. It's you've... a joke. It's is, a is joke. Finn, is Finn at least? Is it gonna haunt both of us? I think it's gonna fucking haunt Finn more than you because Finn's the one that did the damage. You were putting it out of its misery. But, but I don't know. I don't know if the rabbits make that distinction. I'm, see, know. see, Mondo. I'm less worried about the ghost of that rabbit. I'm more worried about all of its kin coming for me. Well, it was. You said it was a small rabbit, so it might not. It was a baby. Not, yeah, it might not have been breeding yet. So no, but like it. There's many other rabbits in the area. They were just all watching silently from the bushes. Oh, you, they so they oh, really. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck they. But yeah, this yeah. It would be like let, a pet cemetery move in your backyard. Yeah, for 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 the purposes of this gag, sure. They were all watching, and they're just gonna like come for me. I'm just gonna hear like scratching. And then there's going to be like little trails of dirt as all these rabbits are like coming for me in the middle of the night. Murderous little jackalopes. Yeah. And you think Finn's going to protect me? Fuck no. Fuck He's just no. going to run away. Finn's going to bark at him. But yeah, I actually did have Finn start sleeping in my room 
um, since that happened. Just, to guard you? Yeah, just in case they do come for me in the middle of the night. That's tr- the, the real reason I did it is because I installed uh, just like a window air conditioning unit. So my room's significantly cooler than the rest of the house. And he's like, fuck this. I'm hanging out in, exactly. in the iceberg. But in the event that a murderous rabbit horde comes for me, he, he can at least alert me. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to like fend them off, but he'll give me the early warning system of like, hey, we got we to gotta get out of here. So I've got some fun news. Guess what I'm doing tonight? Do I get to guess? Yeah. Uh, you. Oh, you get two guesses. Oh no, that's no fun then. Continue. Oh man, at least one guess. One guess. Okay. Uh, you are you're going to an event. Wait, oh no, we're gonna do like like 50, uh, twenty questions. You're, are you going to an event? Yes. Uh, is there is there gonna be a microphone and a person talking there or singing? Yes. Okay. You're going to you're going to see a musical act. No. Are you going to see a comedian? Yes. God, are you Are you going to... Wait, what the fuck's that guy's name? Are you going to go see Steven Crowder again? He's your new hero. No. You're not going to go see him or he's not your new hero? He's not my new hero and I'm not going to go see him. Okay. So that's six questions. Okay, I don't believe you, but... but uh, so you're going to go see a comedian. Is this, is this comedian uh, Caucasian? Yes. Is he red-haired? Well, no. Fuck. I actually, I, sh- I haven't really been paying attention. Let, let's just tell, let's just reveal who the comedian is because this is going to get. Tom Segura. Oh, Tom Segura. Tom Segura. I, I wanted to see. So Jim Norton was in town. Tommy, but what are you talking about? He's he's Hispanic. So he's white. His dad's white. His mom's Hispanic. Right. So he's Hispanic. So he's both. If you if you were to ask if you so wait wait you know hold on this is an interesting question okay. because because I, I don't fully understand how this works if it in in our culture uh-huh. I'm not I'm putting no value judgment on it one way or the other but if one parent's black and the other's white people refer to the, their 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 kids as black okay but does that not translate to the Hispanic side so, of things so in listening to um, your mom's out podcast and the two bears one cave podcast. Uh-huh. He often refers to him as, as himself as white. He he's, he he says like, oh, I've, I I grew up with privilege. Yes, I'm Latin. You know, I've got Latin in me. But he will say, I got a maid. I'm white. I'm a white male. He, like in a kind of tongue-in-cheek joking way. But he refers to himself as a white guy. He's blue-eyed. He's got blue eyes. So does Brian Ortega. Brian Ortega, I think, has green eyes. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, okay, I'm colorblind. Blue or green. Who knows? He's got light hey, color. Hey, why, why are you paying so much attention to the color of Brian Because he's Ortega's got beautiful eyes. eyes. Okay. I told you when Brian Ortega and Tracy Cortez got together, I think I texted you. I was like, holy fuck. They're going to make nuclear sex baby gods. Like, their fucking babies are going to be stu- like too too attractive to, to be on the face of this earth. Okay. Anyway, so Tom Segura. I'm sorry. Let me uh, take a few steps back. I wanted to see Jim Norton, but Jim Norton was only here Friday and Saturday. Friday, I couldn't do it. I was fucking, I had to do laundry, all this other shit. Any excuses that I could make to not do it, I was like, fuck, well, maybe I'll catch it tomorrow on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Saturday, I just, it was not, I just still didn't feel, I think I slept half the day. I don't know what the fuck I did. So I missed Jim Norton, oh well, but I had bought uh, Tom Segura tickets long ago. Initially, he just had a Saturday thing, and it was just for yesterday, but then it sold out like right away, so he opened up a second date for Sunday. And I think I they 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 sold out pretty quick. I think too. So I got myself t- a ticket to go see Tom Segura tonight, and I cannot be more excited. I have to say, in these past, I'd say four or five years of me being a at best a student of comedy, Tom Segura is more in line with the the type of humor I appreciate. 
He's kind of a... It's, he's not always peaches and cherries and rainbows and butterflies, his comedy. Mm-hmm. It can be pretty dark sometimes. But he's just fucking funny to me. It's just, I, I, I like his stuff. I, I give any comic credit where like where they actually, you could tell they at least thought out what they're going to say. Uh-huh. Comics are like, oh, I'm going to try to be controversial just for the sake of it, but the joke is absolute shit. Uh-huh. They can go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. But comedians were like, where it's like, oh, what you're saying is clever. Uh-huh. There's actually like a real joke behind it. No problem. Go for it. So yeah, I, I like Tom Segura as well. I was showing one of my uh, customers because we were just talking about like our, our weekend plans and whatever. And I told him, yeah, I'm going to the show. He's like, oh, I'd never heard of him. And I said, he's, you know, I kind of described him briefly. I was like, I said, he's half white, half Latin. His mom's like this little Colombian lady and his mom's, his dad just recently passed a white guy. And I showed him this like, this like montage clip thing of like Tom Segura talking about his dad and how his dad can be accidentally funny. I won't ruin the bits. There's a lot of funny thing there. But it's this type of stuff that I'm like, I can relate with because my parents were Im- immigrants for sure. So a lot of those, a lot of the humor, some of the humor that Tom Segura throws out there is some of the stuff like ha- having been a part of this upbringing with kind of like with, what's that, the immigrant mentality, you know what I mean? And, and, and like growing up and not knowing the wiser, you're just like, this is the shit I grew up with. So I can relate with a lot of that stuff. Well, well and just this, this isn't a spoiler. I mean, this is like really old material, but... One joke that Tom Segura made that people got up in arms about and then promptly forgot was he was talking about Hurricane Katrina. Uh huh. And he, you know, he, I forget how he phrased it. Was he's like, he's like, look, I'm not defending Hurricane Katrina. I just, one, first of all, I think the idea of defending a hurricane is kind of funny, but he's like, but look, if any city needed a bath, it was New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he rips on the Cajuns pretty hard. That they're that in general Louisiana. He makes fun of Louisianans, and uh, and the motherfucker doubles down on it. He doesn't give a fuck. It's like ah, fuck you. Like I'm gonna continue making jokes. You're not gonna you try to cancel me. Like who cares? Like he doesn't give a shit. It just but, water but, off of his back. But, but that's also the thing. No one's really seriously trying to cancel him. Yeah. Because of what I said, it's like yeah one. That's like clearly a joke. There's no one really getting hurt by it, and it's well thought out. So, but, like, but I'm willing to bet that some of those Louisiana people did not appreciate it. Oh some no, of those that's, yeah. There was a, there was an uproar, and then it blew, blew over. Yeah, and then and then his next special, yeah, he Double just came, he came right back. Where he's like, yeah, <laughs> but but you just that's one where you just again you can't get too mad about it. It's like the pe- it's the comedians that. It's not even really a joke. Like it's like they're just, and this is this is something I've seen happen a bunch. It's like, well, you're just saying racist shit, and then you're like, oh, come on, it's a joke. It's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't actually even make a joke. Yeah. Whereas, the 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 idea of one mass bath for all of New Orleans clearly a joke. He Very also, funny. He also said something about like Trump was right about building a wall, but it should have been around Louisiana or something <laughs> like that. It, I couldn't do the just just yeah. the joke justice, but anyway, I'm excited to see him. Uh, I can't wait to see some of his new material because I've seen I caught I watched all of his like live Netflix specials and all those comedy mm-hmm. specials. He's got like four or five of them. I watched them all. Can't wait to see what he's got um, tonight, like with his material. And he's got um, Jeff Tate opening up with him, who I know a little of his comedy. And this woman, I don't know the woman. I'm sorry, female comedian. But uh, I can't wait for tonight. You going solo? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That was uh do you have anything else to add? We're we're well over an hour and nah. five minutes. 
thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Um, but again, big shout out to um, Jennifer Barr. Appreciate you sending article. Um, and anyone else out there that wants to send us articles or want us to, to riff on, joke on other shit, feel free to send us segment ideas, um, things you guys want to t- us to talk about, um, whatever. We appreciate you guys uh, interacting with us. Uh, we love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.